Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Chris Rosina, our co-host. Chris, welcome to the program. Great to be with you, Dr. Paul. Very good. I want to talk today a little bit about a subject I know you have uh, mentioned on a few occasions, and, and that is uh, the information on the World Economic Council, the forum, the World Economic Forum, by and the, the manager of that is Klaus Schwab. And uh, he's getting in the news now, even though he's been around and he's had this council uh, for, for a long time, all the way back into the 70s. Uh, but he's getting a lot more attention now because he's getting a lot more radical. And uh, he's an individual that has major meetings on an annual basis. And uh, he is able to get a lot of rich people out there, wealthy people who have a design on remaking the world. He said that this, he has indicated that COVID was a tremendous opportunity for them. And that means that people will respond to remaking the world, the reset, the major reset. And technology participates in that too. He says new things are changing and therefore you need guidance. And he wants to be, be the guider. And <clears throat> we've looked into this a little bit uh, Chris, and I, I, find, I find out that he's not offering libertarianism. <laughs> he's offering <laughs> no. a world world government. But I, I have to give him credit. He's pretty honest, pretty blunt on what he wants to do. So that, that to me is very dangerous because he's credible with a, with a lot of people. And they have a lot of money. And uh, the system that we have today, which is not uh, libertarianism, but interventionism and corporatism, and it is a mess, so there's an opening there. So all they have to do is modify, you know, the radical uh, alternatives like, oh, is it going to be Marxism and communism and Hitlerism and all these things? No, this will this be, be a lot nicer than that, but we have to offer a program where we can go through this uh, transition, we can, and he and others call it the Great Reset, because uh, you know the world is never static. No matter what the conditions are, the the world sometimes is is deteriorating and falling apart, and we're doing a bit of that right now. And and other times it is growing and adapting to tremendous technology. But uh, Schwab is convinced that the world needs him and his organization to make sure this trans transition, the big reset, is smooth and operative and help the people. It's always designed to help the people. And after looking a little bit more into this, Chris, I have a suspicion that uh, he's a long way off from libertarianism. That's right, Dr. Paul. And uh, it's, a, you know, it's always a huge blunder when you look back through history at all the big disasters, there's always people that are, you know, that get too full of themselves and go beyond what they really are. And, uh, you know, it's planning the world is a big mistake. It cannot be done. I just think of my own simple life here. I, I, have, I have plans each day when I get up, but there are constant incoming distractions, kind of like meteors hitting you all day long. There's phone calls, there's something breaks, someone is sick. You know, life is very dynamic, very spontaneous. So you deal with it, and then you get back to, you know, your plan. But I never truly plan my day because that's impossible, and I'm just one person. They're talking about the entire world of 8 billion people. It's, it's ridiculous that we're even talking about this. 
but because it's you can't anticipate everything. It's impossible to know everything. And they think that just because they have technology and data and cameras and microphones, you know, no matter how much data they have, there will always, always be more data that they don't have. And data is just looking at the past. It's like a chronicle of the history, which is open to interpretation. One person could look at the data and says, well, it means this. And another says, no, 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 the data means this. You know, so life is not the past. Life is always moving forward, you know, and it's always choices in the moment. The people that are on Rumble, they see our video and they see what it's about. They make a choice in that moment, yes or no. Do I click on this or not? That cannot be anticipated by AI, by people, by governments, nobody. And that's why central planning always fails, but it creates a lot of disaster in the process of failing. You know, <clears throat> you put it so well, but you'd think that there would be a, a bit of learning from the people that, you know, we've tried that before. 1,000 years ago, 500 years ago, 100 years ago, last month, and we keep trying it, but they never stop because I think they're driven by the free lunch pr proposal that, that we need the government to take care of us. And the one thing that uh, what uh, the, the, uh, the uh, forum did, the World Economic Forum and Schwab did in this meeting this, this past year was uh, they... Uh, yeah, they have brought up the subject again that's been around oh, for the last several years. I thought we were doing a pretty, pretty good job on just refuting that, and that is the, the uh, passport, vaccine passports. And they are just talking about that again like it's a new sensational idea. And it's for, you, you know, here's a headline under a hedge. It says, G20 pushes vaccine passports for all future international travel. You know, you just described why planning doesn't work very well. Can you imagine that? Uh, that, well, that's, that is impossible. But I think the things that they want, it's possible because uh, the more you look into uh, what this uh, uh, World Economic Forum really wants, they want control. It reminds me of the system that we have now. I've, I've sort of uh, attached some of my thinking to the system called uh, corporatism. It's, it's not fascism, uh, quite like fascism is recognized. We do call it Marxism, but we attach to it now cultural Marxism, and that's just running your social lives and, and a lot of other things. But this is, uh, this is something that uh, is, uh, is possible to work, but it can cause a lot of harm. It'll be a weapon, and you will have to show your papers, and it'll be worldwide. It's, uh, you'd, you'd think they'd be yelling and screaming, but that never even made the mainstream media. Uh, and, and then they wonder what's wrong with the world uh, to try to introduce this. So here's, a, here's an organization that is designed, they've convinced a thousand business people, very wealthy international business people to contribute to money. And they're involved in billions and billions of dollars of propaganda and, and trading, but they want control. And uh, the, this idea uh, of a group like that being able to maintain this control and the real effort will be to control the individual. And that's why there will be passports. But we went over this so many times under COVID and I sort of thought, well, you know, they're gonna quit talking about it. Mm -hmm. But here it is, uh, 2022, and they're talking about it. It looks like uh, we never can let, let our guard down. Chris? Right, Dr. Paul, it's, you know, astonishing, but not surprising. <laughs> that they're still talking about vaccine passports. 
And it is typical for authoritarians. They always tell you what they want. They, they frame it in this is how it's going to be. But uh, that's, it's not how it's going to be. You can see, if anybody goes back and looks through all the clips you know, during that COVID, what they were saying how life would be, it did not turn out that way. So they do not have a crystal ball. They do not have, they're not all powerful. Uh, so the fact that they're talking about the vaccine passports, it's ridiculous. This is not 2019 again. They're dealing with a very skeptical and a very angry public. And under no circumstances, there are so many people that will never take their vaccines. And not just people that didn't take it the first time around, people that took it the first time around. There are many that took one shot and never again would they take another one. The boosters have been out. Nobody gets those. I think over 90 some percent refuse. So they are dealing with a much different public uh, than they were in 2019. They should be embarrassed to even suggest vaccine passports, but they don't get embarrassed. Uh, it's typical for governments all the time. They double down, double down, everything that fails, do more of it, do more of it. They think that if they're just persistent, they'll get what they want. But that's not how it works, you know, when you're dealing with public opinion. So, uh, you know, we can, we always have to stay vigilant and point out how this, that would be a terrible tyranny, but they have an uphill battle dealing with public opinion the way it is today. You know, they, they claim they could solve all our problems when we have them, but never once did they mention uh, in the stuff that I just recently read was about the monetary system, you know, the Federal Reserve, the distortion of the economy and all this intervention. And, and what they say is we just have we have some uh, planning that we have to do. And it has to be designed to fuse the physical, the uh, digital and the biological efforts. Just bring it all together. And that's a lot. The physical, that just means your civil liberties and where you go and what you do, whether or not you have your passport. Then the digital, that is surveillance that you have and, and your passports. Then the biological, of course, we've been through that and that's what they're gonna use. They're gonna use uh, the, the uh, vaccines and, the, and uh, medications and the control of medicine, which is disintegrating now at a rapid rate. So that's all designed to bring people together. You know, what is so, so strange is there's nothing wrong with thinking about that, but placing the confidence in a bunch of rich bureaucrats who are in this program, I am sure, because of a monetary incentive, because they want to run the world. And that's what, that's what it looks like. It's, it's not just having a country that wants a little bit of uh, fascism. Uh, th this, this group really sounds like they think they can, but uh, I think you made the case for it not, being, not very likely being successful. And uh, they think if you can do this, they'll call this program social uh, entrepreneurship. See, they take the word entrepreneurship, mm. and that is a good term because that means people have to think and make plans about the marketplace and how to figure out what to do, what to invest, what interest rates are gonna be, what the government's gonna do, on and on, and anticipate what customers want. And then if you're successful, you make profits, and you get rich, and you live a better life. But they don't accept that. They see the mess that the token effort for intervention has caused, and they say, well, this doesn't work, so what we need are smart people, and we have the first thousand people now lined up uh, they're international people, they're rich people, and they're in a trading business, and uh, I'm sure they're in the uh, military-industrial complex, in the pharmaceutical industries, 
the, all, the whole mess. So this is a, this is a plan <coughs> which they play on, you know, reality because entrepreneurship is very important when you're trying to sort all that out, when you're trying to sort out uh, uh, consumer demands and what interest rates are going to be. But right now, that's all determined by government policy, and that's impossible for them to know what's right and then and for people to take direction from like that and make all these major decisions it doesn't work it usually makes things much worse it doesn't help it makes the things much worse very good dr paul i'm actually on my last um topic um yeah so i i can't imagine waking up in the morning and going on television and stating that the world needs to be restructured and we're the people that are going to do the restructuring. I mean, that's, it's insane. You know, people did not structure the world to begin with. You're not going to restructure it, you know? So, but this is, you know, this goes back to the Soviets, the Napoleon, uh, the Caesars. They, they get full of themselves and, you know, but it fails and it just leaves wreckage in 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 the uh in in its wake you know so that's why as why we can logically point out that this has to fail you know it's a shame we can't stop it because people can believe in them a lot of people believe in them even though it has to fail you know so that's the way it is uh, the best we can do is talk to others and tell others because they can't be ignored you can't ignore the communists because they're after you you know, so you, we have to anticipate, we have to find workarounds. There were a lot of workarounds during COVID. People had to readjust their lives on the fly based on the tyranny that was being dished out. Uh, you know, and, and we have to keep pointing out how their policies will backfire. We did that you know, through all our shows during COVID. Okay, they're doing this. This is how, this is the damage it's going to create. This is how it's going to backfire. You know, because the damage is very real. The communists in the 1900s, you know, there are hundreds of millions of dead. Now, did they succeed? No, but the hundreds of millions did die. They're still gone. So the best you can do is, you know, take care of yourself and speak the ideas of liberty. They are the cure to this. Uh, you know, the more people that believe, the better, and it'll keep these people at bay because they need believers. And, uh, you know, just speak the ideas of liberty and speak them often. Very, very good, Chris. You know, I mentioned a little while ago that uh, there was no mention in this group that I could find where they're interested in trying to straighten out some of our mess that we have uh, through uh, looking carefully at the monetary policy. Rather than having a Federal Reserve planning board in the United Nations and WT World, you know, uh, IMF, all these groups, getting together and deciding what's best economically, uh, I would like to see the day where people would, in a group like this, point out why people are having problems, why people are homeless, and why people are fighting over it. Because I am convinced that one of the big problems is that we have a fraudulent system. And unbelievably, since World War II, we in the United States have had a, an ability somehow or another to gain control of all this. We are the world economic empire. We're the world financial empire. We're the world uh, military empire. And, uh, and therefore, uh, we have a lot of responsibility. But 
And they, we are also responsible for some of the problems that we have because we're the ones who, uh, you know, so often get into wars. We get into wars. We do the inflating. We do the price controls and the sanctions and all these other things. So I would like to see the day that there's more emphasis on that. And one thing that we have done here on this program is is recommend a group and, and ask the Birch Girl group uh, that uh, if you contact them, and ask them a little bit about there. If you call, if you text this number nine eight nine eight nine eight, they will send you some material and to bring up this subject because all this nonsense of what uh, the World Economic Forum is doing is not going to work. It's going to get much worse. We have to move in the direction of looking for a sound currency, and, and this is the reason why. That is one of the reasons why you should text that number nine eight nine eight nine eight and get some more information. Uh, on moving in that direction. But we have a lot of other things that we have to do too be, because uh, they, they have this fancy talk that they're going to solve it and it's a, a holier-than-thou attitude that we really care about the people. And some days I struggle with that. How can they, how can they be that stupid? How can they be that nasty? And uh, yet it keeps going on and on. And I, I imagine that's a mixture. Maybe, I, maybe the other subject is, how can they be so dishonest, <laughs> you know, and so conniving in order to power and money? That's also involved. But what I see in this stuff is very, very, very dangerous. There's no reason to not really consider it seriously and try to understand why the alternative is a, 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 a program which is very simple, the way to solve problems, is volunteerism, socially and economically and internationally. Don't do anything on, your, on, on one's own and force other people. You do it voluntarily and have mutual agreements. On a personal basis, that's what we generally still do, you know, most of the time, is uh, you don't hurt my kids, I don't hurt your kids, and I won't walk on your property, and that stuff. But when the conditions get bad, then the violations uh, occur. Uh, but if there's something confusing in a marketplace, and there is, and how do you solve it or prevent the problem? And it's through contract. You have agreements. You say, well, property agreements are very, very important. One of the reasons why we have so much chaos in this country now is the way we handle our borders. Having borders means the government has some responsibility at protecting the people and the people's property. But it, they, they open borders means there is no protection and uh, we should have it. Just as individuals have voluntary contracts dealing with financial activities, buying and selling and trading, uh, it should be internationally too. It, it shouldn't be where anybody can go any place they want and assume what, what they want they just take. It doesn't work. It ends up in chaos. And so therefore, we should be talking about that. But I didn't find anything about that, that maybe that has something to do with it. And uh, of course, uh, combined with the, you know, the spending and foreign policy and the open borders, we have, we have the inflation of the, of the producer and the commodity prices that is devastating. That, that is what the people know about. And of course, they, uh, most people aren't quite aware that it's preventable. The very people who want to solve the problem of the suffering and the poverty and the way things are going for a lot of people is to just give them more money instead of saying, what you need to know is to understand what this is. And the government, the government can't just 
print a lot of money and say, oh, here it is. They take it, they spend it, they have more paper money than, than products, the prices go up. So the price is going up with nothing more than a tax. And unless we get out of that, uh, the, the reset isn't going to work, at least the way they've structured it. But there is adjustment, there's at least a, an adjustment that happens, you know, with social and technical changes, and uh, the world doesn't stand still. But to, if, you, if you don't have some basic rules, one, one rule that would be pretty neat, I think, would be uh, that uh, we have more people who find, find it to be respectful by not lying to each other. And just think of the lying that goes on in our governments. Just think of the line that goes on in some of our institutions here in this country. And that, that is, I think, a real problem we have. Not many people want to mention either that what we have adapted to in the last hundred years especially is a problem that's been around for a long time ago, and that's nihilism. Well, we don't have a higher law that says there's somebody uh, and somewhere and there's a force that's telling us there is good and evil in the world and there's a, there's a better, better world for us all if we follow the, uh, this higher law. No, we have people now that say, oh, you, you guys are nuts. You're, 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 you have no concept. There is no such a thing as knowing what truth is. You can't know right and wrong, so reject that. We'll tell you what's right and wrong, and that's what mm -hmm. this uh, 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 Rob is doing. He wants to tell you. It's, it's sort of uh, what's happening in our own country. It, it's sort of uh, just following uh, a, you know, a group of people, a substitute for a higher law. And besides, if there is no truth, somebody has to sort out the difference, so we'll tell you what it is the truth. And, these were outward, they, they tell you, that this is what this, this group is doing. They know the truth and they know what's right and they know what's best for everybody. But communism especially was bad because they wanted to have full attack of anything spiritual and they were to become their God. And, uh, and I, I think that's, that's what's happening now. This wokeism stuff becomes a cult. And it is a substitute for the nihilism that we have. The vacuum is there, so there's still a lot of that. And these people want to institutionalize it, paint it up a little bit, make it say, like, we want to help the people and take care of the people. Well, I, I, my advice would be very careful because there's still a lot of people and a lot of energy uh, out there that people know the difference and want to correct it. They were hoping for more changes in a very voluntary way, but I tell you what, too often conditions get like that and ends up in violence because there's the destruction of property and the destruction of the marketplace. And that's what we have to work to avoid. We have to be willing to work with people and, and this can be worked out, but I tell you what, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a tough job, but I tell you, I, I do know for a fact that there's still a lot of good people. You even find a couple now and then in Washington that want to do the right thing. I hope there's a few extras after the election, but that's what is necessary. But the government we have, the complaints that we have, it's usually a result of what the people accept. The people have to accept what we have or it, isn't, uh, it doesn't exist. And the type of government we've had here the last 10, 15, 20 years has gotten to the point, especially under COVID, the people started saying, we want our freedom back. And that's a good, healthy sign. So what we want to do here at the Ron Paul Liberty Report is promote the best of our ability, the concept of liberty, and why that answers so many of our problems and the questions that we have.
I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Liberty Report. Please come back soon.